Ladies and gentlemen, coming at you live from Calendar Bay, stretching all the way toward French River, folks. This is The Lake Show, bringing you in-depth and up-to-date information on everything Nipissing Lakers Athletics and Nusu has to offer. So hold on to your hats, maybe tuck in your coattails, because, folks, things are about to get wild here on The Lake Show. What else do you want to know? Each and every time catches me by surprise. But folks, not to be surprised here, it's another edition of The Lake Show. Good to have you back. Third installment here, getting things underway. We've got a pretty good episode here for you today. A couple different interviews. We have uh, soccer, men's soccer varsity athlete Devin Dudnath, and then uh, men's hockey's Colin Campbell. They'll be on to talk a little bit about their sports, what's going on in campus for them, what we're going to have with uh, their teams. And um, apart from that, we had a couple different teams in action this past weekend. Some of them doing pretty well. We have a couple more games coming up this weekend. Things are in full swing. It's getting to that crazy time of the semester where we're all starting to panic because uh, maybe we haven't picked up our pencils yet. <laughs> Salty. And uh, I'm starting to feel that way myself. Not that I haven't, but it's just that time of year. Exams are coming. Semester's flying. Sports are going. So lots to keep up with. Uh, we're going to do our best to you know keep you on top of things here at school. So... Let's get on with it. Get going with the show. Lake Show, edition three. Salty, how we doing? I am doing good, man. Not excited about exams, but I am excited to tell you about what happened this weekend. So first off, we're going to start with the volleyball teams. The men's team won 3-0 against RMC, convincing win there pretty easily. And then uh, they faced off on Saturday against Queens and had a tough game, a 3-1. They were in the game for most of it, and then the last set there, Queens kind of pulled away. Something notable to talk about, maybe Steve Wood, athlete of the week, after coming on the show, huh? Yeah, coincidence, I think not. I think uh, he he might have gained some of that confidence on air and maybe transitioned that onto the court. So you're welcome, Stephen. Just happy you had a good week. You know, thanks for the pod. Have a good one. Yeah, so uh, just keep that in mind, athletes, when you come on the show. You want to come on the show? You want to get hot? Come talk on the hot (laughs) show. It might get a little hot, maybe a little warm. There you go. So uh, moving on to the girls' team now. They... uh, down 2-0 against RMC, came back to win 3-2. Uh, at least they got the W there, and then they also faced against Queens and had an unfortunate 3-1 loss. But both teams went 1-1, and they're still, they remain on the winning side of the, on the season. So good stuff for the volleyball teams. Thank you, Salty. Moving on to the hockey programs who were both in action this past weekend. We'll start off with the women who were at home for a pair of games at the Gardens. They started off on Friday night with a 2-1 win against the Queens Gales, who are currently the league leaders and ranked 10th nationally. Uh, your Lakers defeated them, like I said, 2-1. Goals were scored by Marilyn Fortin and Brianna Gaffney. And uh, Danica Ranger was in net with the uh, win there, making 19 saves in the victory. And then uh, we move on to Saturday, where they actually blew up offensively with a 5-0 win over the UIT Ridgebacks. And the goal scorers in this event were Hunter Mosher, Marilyn Fortin, and Jetta Darinowski with a huge hat trick, three-goal performance, making her Women's Athlete of the Week. Shout-out to her. And uh, Danica Ranger was back in net with a 22-save shutout. And also, shout-out to her right now with uh, goals against average of 1.10 and a 9.51 save percentage. Those got to be pretty close to league-leading numbers, I imagine. So the girls are pretty much firing on all cylinders here. A little bit of a slow start for them, but... But now winning four in a row, they are now eight and three on the year, sitting second in the whole entire OUA. 
like I said, Queens in first there. They're only one point behind Queens. Queens managed to get a 10th spot, like I did mention, on the national rankings. So if the women manage to have a good weekend here, only can hope that they'll be on the national rankings next week where they belong. So shout out to the girls doing really good. Moving over to the guys' side of things, uh, the boys were down in uh, Kingston this weekend for a pair of games against RMC and Queens. And like we mentioned, the boys were having sort of a, a bit of a tough stretch there. And they are actually able to uh, break the losing streak they were on and grab a 5-3 win over down in the down in the RMC against a pretty scrappy team that uh, doesn't quit there. So it was really nice to see the boys get a win there. And uh, we had a couple guys scoring in that effort. We had Danny DeRoche still clicking along with a pretty good season. Getting another goal. We had Eric Campbell putting one in from the back end. Brock Morrison, fifth-year guy, putting one home. And Colby Tower had one as well. And then uh, I believe Colin Campbell, who will also hear a little bit, a couple nice words from later, also got a tally in the contest. So good to see that. Moran was uh, given the victory in net for that one on Friday night with 34 saves and then we moved over to play Queens on the Saturday night there and unfortunately that was a bit of an uglier affair second best team in the OUA East right now kind of hand the boots a bit to the boys the boys you know they came in had a good first and second and then uh, wheels might have fell off a bit with some penalty trouble in the third but it was a pretty good team they were playing unfortunately let a couple late ones in the game might have got away from them with a 7-2 finish Robichaux getting another goal in that one as long as Drake Lindsay putting in a late one and uh, Moran was uh, given the loss in that one making 43 saves and a pretty valiant effort so the boys getting a pretty big win for them getting things back on track and unfortunately you know things didn't go their way against Queens but they're right back at it this weekend four more games until the Christmas break so the boys are looking to get a couple more points right the ship a little bit more before Christmas break starts but good to see them getting a win and getting things going but moving on to what other sports we had we had basketball salty take us away how our basketball teams are doing this weekend yeah, so the basketball teams actually had to go across Ontario for their games this weekend, but uh, the men started off in Guelph on Friday night and unfortunately lost in a heartbreaker, 81-80. to 80. The guys uh, fought back with uh, at a 10-point deficit and just missed out from uh, with one point there, so valiant effort there again for them. And then on Saturday, also losing by a small margin of five against Algoma. A couple tough games for them. They were in both games. They were fighting along, and unfortunately, you couldn't get the W. Uh, Marcus Lewis led both games in points, 28 in the first and 24 in the second. So a great weekend for him, and hopefully the guys can bounce back this weekend. And on the women's side, unfortunately, the girls could not get uh, that W this weekend as well. They lost 75-65 to against Guelph, and then 74-59 to against Algoma. A couple of notable players there this weekend. Uh, Angeline Campbell led the way with a big game on, uh, on Friday with 21 points. And then Jamie Sofer had a double-double against, uh, against Algoma, so two standout players for them was there. Thank you very much, Mr. Salts and Pop. Uh, another thing we'd like to uh, bring some attention to, something pretty important happening uh, this weekend involving athletics. It's uh, Nipissing University Sports Marketing Class, and they're uh, gearing up for another celebrative event that unites exciting varsity hockey and important community causes. Lakers Break the Ice on Mental Health will take place on Friday, November 23rd at the Memorial Gardens as the women's hockey team face off the York Lions at 4.30 p.m., followed by the men's team battling the Concordia Stingers at 7.30 p.m. The community is invited to join us as we cheer on the Lakers and enjoy great entertainment, enticing auction items, chuck-a-buck excitement, contests, prizes, and more. Past efforts have drawn over 2,000 Lakers fans and raised more than $20,000 for affiliated charities. 
This year's class of eager students is again stepping up as they collaborate with multiple community partners in organizing and delivering this important fundraising event. Scotiabank returns as the title sponsor of this year's event and charitable partners include the Canadian Mental Health Association as well as NU Listens. The mandate of these organizations is to create awareness, inspire conversations and transform mental health by encouraging people to talk openly about mental illness and ask for help when needed. The need around mental health is staggering as the Canadian Mental Health Association reports that one in five Canadian youth suffer from mental illness. The suicide rate is second leading cause of death for young people between the ages of 15 and 24 and that over 4,000 people die prematurely each year by suicide. Only one out of five children who need mental health services receive them. This event can make a difference as Nipissing University and North Bay Community Unite with corporate supporters in an exciting day of fast-paced hockey, strong, independent community spirit, and entertaining fundraising for a worthy cause. So yeah, folks, there you have it. We have a pretty special thing going on, pretty unique. I don't think I've heard many things like this. You know, we've got a lot of breast cancer games, things going on for great causes, but this is a unique one that I believe Nipissing might have started. So get out there, get your butt in the seats. Both teams really need you. They need your support, and the Canadian Mental Health Association needs your support. So this weekend, Lakers break the ice on mental health. I think you should get out there. A couple good teams in playing your hockey teams this weekend as well, so no reason you shouldn't be there to begin with. Duh. But uh, another reason there to get you in your seats. I believe uh, you can auction. There will be a silent auction on all players' jerseys during the time, and all the proceeds from that will be donated to the Canadian Mental Health Associations and NU Listens. And then apart from that, tons of silent auction items. Like they said, chock-a-buck, a bunch of stuff going on. So be there this weekend. It's going to be a great time and a really good event that Nipissing's taken uh, you know, a lot of uh, leadership in providing. So get out there. Hope to see you. And then other than that, I think, Salty, we're just getting right into some interviews. We just recorded them right before uh, we're talking to you now. So these are some live things up to date. So let's hear from some athletes. And uh, let's start off with uh, one of our fellows from the soccer program, all right? So let's go and have it. Continuing with absolutely steaming, piping hot content that uh, is just not available anywhere else, and you're just not simply going to find it. So uh, thanks again for tuning in, and you're welcome. Uh, we're back with another um, groundbreaking interview that uh, – you know, it's making a lot of noise already. So we're here with uh, Devin Dudenath of the uh, soccer team. Devin, uh, introduce yourself to the viewers. Tell them where you're from, what year of school you're in, and, uh, you know, how, how it's been here, you know, being a Nipsing and being a varsity athlete on the soccer team. Well, my name's Devin. I'm in my third year of school, second year in Nipissing. Um, it's very cold up here. I'm from down south, in Scarborough specifically. So I'm getting used to it, and I'm acclimatizing. So we have a man from the six in today. Uh, Devin, how would you say the transition went this year? Having a new coaching staff come in, a lot of new recruits, some fresh blood on the squad. How did that go? It was a lot different to last year, whereas last year we were probably lacking discipline, and it showed on and off the field. And this year, new coaches, Tony, Peter, Rob, they brought in discipline, and I think they brought the team more together. It was more coherent, and it showed in our, our deep playoff run. Yeah, so just to touch on that playoff game, you guys went down to Queens and got the big W. How did that go? Well, Queens was always going to be a, a tough game. You know, we have history, uh, our home game here in the season. Things got a little heated, and going down there, it was a hostile environment. Their fans were crazy going at us, and um, we were missing a couple players of suspensions, but we, uh, we held on, we defended well. Ryan Roy scored a great goal, and yeah, it got a little tense at the end. There were some afters, and we had to deal with their fans, uh, chopping the fence, coming on the field, but you know, we took the win. Took their flag again, yeah, went on, went on with our day. <laughs> that has a little excitement to it, eh? Yeah, it gets uh, a little crazy, but I mean, that's what you want in a game, right? You want the hostile environment, you want fans screaming at you, and then you get a win and rubbing in their face. 
Yeah, so yeah. you get that on both sides. We got that at, at uh, you guys had that at Queens, and you guys also had that hostile environment at Carlton, where they're known for having their alumni in the crowd, and then you guys have it. Uh, is there any comment you want to put on that, or about the game, or anything? Uh, I don't think Carlton wasn't that bad from like a personal standpoint. I mean, they weren't really. I don't know what the word is. They weren't rude. They weren't crass. They were more funny. It was funny hearing them from the stands, and again, Carlton's a great team, like what they're in the country. So I mean, to go there and you know we competed for a while, but they just the cream rose to the top, and it was a it was a good game, good environment, and. To go from not even making playoffs to quarterfinals is a it's a big step up for the program. Speaking of that crowd environment, would you rather have that type of crowd kind of on your case the whole game, yelling your name, kind of maybe if it is a little crass, would you rather have that or just a dead zone kind of uh, type of crowd? Personally, I'll take crass any yeah. day of the week. You know, it builds up for me. It doesn't get to my head, but it you know it spurs you on. You want to do them wrong and prove them wrong and score a goal on them, and then they'll quiet down. And it's always nice to have that because it's better than being quiet and no environment, whereas, you know, you have your fans going crazy and it's better for the sport. And if you can get that here in Nipissing, we had a couple home games, but get the fans out and we have the brand new facility and it should be good for next season. I just want to comment, that's a beautiful use of the word crass. I was never actually certain on the actual use of that word. I still don't know what it means. Until it was slotted in like that, I just want to say that was beautiful. And uh, part of the reason why we think this podcast is so special. But no, Devin, all jokes aside, um, it's pretty cool obviously seeing the team get back into the playoffs and um, obviously must have been nice playing on that new turf field, not having to play over at Scholar Hall this year. So how cool is that having, uh, I don't know how it stacks up myself personally, other facilities, but I got to admit that I imagine that it must be one of the nicer ones around the league now. I mean, it's, it's different because last year was my first year and for practices we were traveling to Scholar Hall and games at Scholar Hall, fans couldn't come out. But then this year, you know, being at home, training at home, the team room, you can actually use it the facilities, and uh, Nipissing actually has one of the best facilities in the league, I'd say, because Ryerson, they play they play uh, at Downsy, which is really far, RMC's field is not very nice, and same with Laurentian, so we have one of the best facilities, and the stands, and the, it really brings the fans in, and you could tell some of our home games against Ryerson, against Laurentian, it was packed, even the girls against UYT in their playoffs game, I heard it was packed, and it was crazy, and that atmosphere really helps uh, move the team forward. Absolutely, no, and I just think it, it's huge for the school, it makes the school look pretty professional when you're coming in on that drive, so I just think... Nice to see uh, the soccer team getting back in the playoffs, and I came and watched you boys play a couple games, and um, always nice seeing you guys do uh, do well. And and this year it was really nice, you know, always rooting from a you know all Nipsing team. So congratulations to the men's soccer team with a successful season, big playoff win. Looking for more things to come in the future from the boys, and uh, you know hopefully this new coaching staff will just you know grab things by you know scruff the neck and just run with it here and uh like i said great to see so thanks so much for joining us salty anything else you want to add here yeah i just want to say thank you former teammate devin for coming on and uh maybe if we have some more guys on who would you think would be one of the bigger personalities on the team that we should bring in you'd have to get uh, a chew a chew definitely hey, get yeah. a chew um in terms of guys have the best kind of locker room environment a chew nate's one of them that's pretty up there he's pretty vocal nathan zach but yeah you have a lot of characters in the dressing room i'd say for sure it's good awesome Thanks, Devin. Really appreciate you coming on. No problem, guys. Yeah, thanks so much. Awesome. Always good. Uh, really big fan of having these uh, interviews on. I hope you guys like them as well and maybe get some feedback. Hopefully we're, we're doing a good job. You know, I, th- I think we're doing all right. You know, I hope we are. But, you know, like I said, it's, uh, it's good to have some soccer guys on, soccer players on. I'd like to get some more on. And, um, I don't know, it's just that time of year, right? You know, season winds down. Must be nice probably for them, you know get some focus on school maybe that they didn't have before but like what's it like really you know soccer ends and and it's what mid-november late november if you're lucky and then 
you know, I don't know, it, it, uh, that season comes at you pretty quick and then all of a sudden you're kind of, you know, what do you do with your time after that? Yeah, it's definitely, uh, it's a quick season. It's, <laughs> it comes at you fast right after summer. So we start before school even begins, right? So we're here mid-August for training camp and then a uh, weekend before people even show up to, to campus, we're, we're going and we're, we're on the road or we're playing home at first. So um, like you said, we're done around November and it's always nice to kind of get a couple weekends off after that and you guys can kind of enjoy hanging out with your teammates off the field and off the pitch and stuff. So it's always nice to get those weekends, but then after that you also get to study without having any practices or, or games for a month and you get those exams out of the way and then the new year right away you get back into it. So the off season is long. It can be tough on some guys, especially when you've done it a couple times, but uh, it's great to have a long off season so you get to work on everything and hopefully get bigger and stronger for the next year. Um, I just, what do you mean by, uh, you know, those weekends? You know what? What really goes down in those weekends? You know, postseason. Oh, oh, you know, or if, uh, when after a long, or maybe not a long season, but a jam-packed season like that, and you kind of get to to relax with the fellows and maybe have a couple pops with the boys and just talk about something different than kicking a ball around. But uh, that, that's pretty much it. I mean, just hanging out during those weekends. Yeah, get a little wind in your sail, <laughs> exactly. so to speak. You dirty dog, you. <laughs> No, but back to that. No, you know, it's just, it's, it's, I think we're pretty lucky. You know, we do have uh, a good small community here that does still have a really good athletic program offering a bunch of different sports. So I think it's something that I don't think we do really realize, you know, going to another school, I don't think you'd be able to have a relationship where you'd go around campus and see the same faces every day. So I don't know. I've had a good time. And this podcast has been fun too. Just, just so far, I'm already talking to more people athletically that I didn't, I don't get a chance to speak with as much because we're all doing a million things. So this has been fun and going to keep it moving right on. Now we got another interview with another athlete. We're bringing on Colin Campbell. Good guy, good friend of mine, good kid, good morals. No, I can't say enough about him. No, yeah, he's a good guy, and that'll be a good interview. So let's cut right to that. And, uh, yeah, so hopefully you enjoy this one as well. Folks, back with another in-depth interview with another one of our fellow Laker athletes. This time we have ourselves fifth-year Colin Campbell from the men's hockey team. Colin, how are you doing today? Good, how are you? Not too bad at all. Colin, give us a little uh, information about yourself for those around campus who do not yet know you. Uh, where are you from? What are you studying? Basically, just give us the gist of uh, Colin Campbell. Uh, like I said, I'm Colin Campbell. I'm from Cape Breton, Nova Scotia. It's way out east. I'm a fifth-year student here at Nipsing. I finished a BBA in Marketing and Finance last, last year, and uh, I just had so much fun over my four years, I decided to do a victory lap, and I'm back here this year uh, doing a minor in psychology. Nice, so you mentioned that you're from out east. Uh, Where did you play for your junior before here? Uh, I played uh, in southern Nova Scotia, in Yarmouth. Uh, it was a small town, but uh, they really uh, feed off hockey there, and it was a, that was a great four years of my life. How would you describe the difference between that uh, league and coming to the OUA after that? A lot of younger guys there. It's, uh, the transition here was a little tough. It's you come here and you're playing against men. You're playing against uh, guys that you'd play against in junior that are the, the best in the best in the league. But you see those guys every night here. I will attest too. Colin Campbell was an absolute maritime hockey league legend in his day before Nipsing, where he's the all-time leading goal scorer and point getter, I believe, in Yarmouth Mariner history, if I'm not mistaken. Right? Not a big deal. <laughs> little, little humble brag there. Little, a couple other accolades there for the Reg Man, which is his nickname if uh, you weren't aware before. Now you are. He was earlier this year the OUA Athlete of the Week. Collins no scrub in the classroom himself as he's also a four-time academic All-Canadian. Are you kidding me? 
He was the team MVP in 2015-2016 as well as 16-17, and he currently sits second in all-time in Lakers goals scored with 47. He's only three back of the all-time leader, which is Andrew McDaddy Marcou, who was an absolute terror for the Lakers in the early 2010s there, if that's how you say that. Yeah. Anyways, but no, Colin, good to have you. Um, I haven't had a hockey guy on yet. You know, we were trying to... We're kind of trying to keep you losers out of here as best we could, <laughs> but here we are. Um, Colin, what do you have to say for being a Laker? You've enjoyed yourself here, though, so far since you came to North Bay? Yeah, it's been a great experience uh, coming here. I didn't really know what to expect, but uh, all the staff and people around the school are very welcoming, and it was just easy to adjust and get settled in. And uh, we're treated really well here as athletes, and uh, I don't regret my decision at all coming here. I loved every year. That's awesome. Uh, Two-part question here, Colin. I'm just wondering how you heard of Nipsing and like how you, that link happened, and then also how you got that nickname, Reggie, because <laughs> I think everybody wants to hear about that. Uh, yeah, so I was about to hang up the skates, actually, and uh, Mike gave me a call. Uh, I think he uh, had a connection with a uh, scout from out east, and uh, a few phone calls later, I decided I wasn't quite ready to hang up the skates, and then uh, me and one of my best friends from out east as well, decided to pack up my car and 24 hours later we were in North Bay and the rest is history. And uh, for the, <laughs> the second uh, part of the story, um, I was just out with some of the guys one night and uh, someone came up to me and tried to talk to me and I wasn't really, uh, really feeling it. I just wanted to kind of spend the night with the guys and she asked me what my name was and as nice I could, I just told her my name was Reggie and I didn't think anything of it, but the guys kind of just burst out laughing, and then the next day in the room, they, they all thought it was really funny, and it just kind of took off from there. I'm not sure why, but... What year was that? Like, how long have you had that nickname for? Because I've had Salty for four years, or five years now. Yeah, it was... Would have been second year, or... Uh, yeah, I think my, it was second year. My so. first year, you were still you were already Reggie, so yeah. that's four years <laughs> I've been I've been Reggie McCachron here for about uh, four years now. The alias he's been living by. It. Yeah, like he's even lactose intolerant. Like <laughs> I've been taking on some of the characteristics. Full of him bio, too. Yeah. yeah, totally different set of values. There you got uh, Coach Younger throwing volleyballs at us right at our studio right now. So pardon for the noise there, but um, so how long did it take you to get used to hearing that? And like, um, but what's the percentage of people on campus that would call you Reggie? Oh God. Almost everyone. It's almost weird if I'm yeah. called Colin now. Even at home, there's a guy I work out with. His name's actually Reggie. And every time someone <laughs> says Reggie in the gym or on the ice, I take a look and yeah. I hear what. The best yeah. was the other day we were in the room and I hear co our coach Mike McFarland yeah. going, he just gets yelling out. He's like, Where's Reggie? Even Mike calls him Reggie now. <laughs> so awesome. it's really caught on. It's yeah. perfect. Well, yeah. There's even like some of the recruits. I know the last two years, it'll be Christmas time and they still don't know my name's Colin. <laughs> That's and awesome. I have to tell the story so many times. Yeah. It's really not that funny. So it's kind of embarrassing telling them why my name's Reggie, but yeah, I just wear it. So. <laughs> um, so, uh, do you guys have any other more interesting nicknames on the team you guys want to talk about, or is that pretty much the uh, the go-to one? Um, well, a few of the guys call it uh, Roby Bob the Builder, because he's, Rob, a, car he's a carpenter, yeah, and, and Bob or Bob the Builder, and then my roommate Eric Campbell, to confuse any of the, with the two Campbells, they call him Soupy, but besides that, it's pretty generic, just throw a Y or an IE on the end of someone's last like an, name. And they can SY on the end of the last yeah. name, but it's as complex as it gets after that. <laughs> Real, Classic hockey nickname. Yeah. Real smart group of guys. <laughs> <laughs> Got two BMOs. Yeah. We had two mooses at one point. Really? Yeah, like we like to really mix We're not up. very creative. <laughs> not a very creative group at all. 
That's awesome. All right. Uh, I actually want to talk about one of the other teammates here, Colin. Uh, he's sitting right next to you. Harrison. For you guys who don't know, Harrison is also on the men's hockey team. And uh, I want to ask him what his nickname is on the team. Uh, my nickname, well, don't usually have a nickname. I never really had one. It was just usually Harpsy, which is pretty generic as what's been my whole life. But actually, I got one here. Uh, I'm now go by Hopsy. A lot of people call me that. So not totally different. But it came Hopsy because I think it was like the second road trip I was ever on here at Nipissing with the Lakers and it was my first year and our coach Mike McParlin was handing out room keys one day and like it was just something as stupid as him he called me instead of saying Harrison Harper <laughs> he and called me Harrison Hopper and just like something as stupid as that like everyone thought that was hilarious and for the rest of the time I was Hopper and then it became Hopsy and then now I'm Hopper Hopsy so that's stuck till today so that's a good four years running out with that nickname so I'm running with Hopsy and, and Harpsy I guess so pretty generic but a little story behind one of them anyways awesome well now that we know we have Reggie and Hopsy on the the pod here let's see if we can ask you guys a couple questions about your other teammates uh let's see uh, what can we ask who would be the most dramatic player on your team uh, <laughs> great. Couple. Just well, uh, the most recent story I'd probably have to go with Brody Morris I think it was last week in practice uh, one of the guys would come down on a rush and basically saucer passed one off his ankle and <laughs> went down like he got shot and got up and harpooned his stick off the glass and I was I was doing the drill I had to stop I was laughing that hard so that was uh, pretty dramatic yeah so you, you? you didn't say who it was oh, did he Brody say, say oh he did say it was I'll just God, keep dropping yeah. his name we, I thought we were have to call him. <laughs> we have to get Mackenzie up to cut off his leg I thought or yeah. Chris or something it was bad and then yeah, he's definitely up there for sure. I don't know. Yeah, after a, Dominic Graham could could give him a rung for his money when he gets vocal sometimes, I oh, think. Yeah. But I don't know. A yeah, couple d- options Yeah, anyways. Dom's another good one. Uh, sometimes <laughs> he's yelling so loud you just don't know what he's saying. No, and he gets the French accent going, so you just literally there's no hope in knowing what's coming out of that man's mouth. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. My second question here, I want to see uh, some hockey players are known for having a bit of a different routine pregame. Do you guys have any guys like that on the team? or? Oh, yeah, we got we got some guys doing some pretty hilarious stuff all the time. A uh, couple of good handshakes and stuff. But I think obviously I'm gonna go straight to to Moran, <laughs> Brett Moran. Uh, goalies are always doing God knows what before the game, and, and he's no exception to that. He's uh, he's a guy that really likes to visualize before a game, so you can usually you can usually catch him eyes closed sitting somewhere in a room like it, it, it just looks like he's playing hockey with his eyes closed and he's just going through the motions getting his glove ready getting the blocker ready he's a big fan of opening up those hips you can find him getting the hips just absolutely widespread on the floor before the game so i don't know at least there's always something to watch before the game like that so i don't know there's a couple good routines i'm not gonna lie i have a pretty ridiculous routine that i don't know just to keep myself busy but i don't know moran takes the cake for the most hilarious one i think apart from that we got Nick Vlahos, first-year guy, his routine is after practice, just sit in your gitch for, I don't know, 45 minutes to an hour, let it all soak in, try and get some of that stink to just never go away. And I don't know, that might be one of the weirder ones to me because I'm the laundry guy and I have to do the laundry at the end of the day and i got to sit there and basically undress Nicky every day so that he gets out of there so I can go home go to the library. But I don't know. Other than that, I don't know if there's any weirder routines than that guy's disgusting gitch habits. But I don't know. Him and Moran are pretty weird in my eyes. Yeah, that one weirds me out because the only thing he gets washed is his socks. So he'll take his God. skates off and put his socks in the laundry and then sit in his full gear for about an hour and a half. Yeah. Uh, like, 
I have no idea why, but yeah, that one weirds me out a little. No, definitely scary, but you know, it's tough to see. So that's uh, pre-game one. How about uh, mid-game? Is there anybody in between periods that kind of like to sit in their full gear? Some guys take everything off. Like, what's the any guys that have weird one? I heard Patrick Marlowe likes to take ice bath in between periods. Anybody have that kind of thing? I don't know. We got some guys that gear right down. Like, I'm not one for gearing down. Like, I like it's to a lot keep of effort, all, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, got, I keep all my gear on. I hate getting dressed. Like, I barely take my bucket off. A lot of guys <laughs> just uh, take their top gear off. I would say between periods, which is probably the funniest for me, is Brett Hargrave. Um, the guy's a science project. He can put whatever he wants into his body, and he can still just fly on the ice. So he'll come in, go use the bathroom. He's out sitting on the couch in his full gear, just... <laughs> crushing a bagel with about two pounds of butter on it, and then he'll go out and score two goals the next period. It's, it's amazing, really. His nickname is Gravy, right? Yeah, yeah. Gravy. 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 But yeah, that's yeah, another yeah. good nickname we miss, Big Greg or Gravy. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> actually, I never even yeah, not very smart, you know, like we said, but <laughs> Gravy, yeah, like we said, 240 pounds, six foot three, and the guy skates like the wind, and we do not know why sometimes. Like, like I averages three Snicker bars a day, at least. Like it's impressive to say the least. Well, even our trainer says like if you're not very flexible, you're not going to move very fast. But uh, Gravy can barely make it to his shins, and he is probably the fastest guy on our team. So just a specimen. He has just to a, sit down to tie his shoes. I think. Like, I I'm not a, even joking. There's a lot of unanswered questions there with Gravy, but he's a great player. Yeah, a specimen more than anything for sure. Not a bad guy, I guess, either. <laughs> when he's so, sleeping. <laughs> so speaking of chirping, since you guys have dropped a couple there, uh, who would you say would be the best chirper on the team? Oh, that's a bold... I don't know if we have a best <laughs> I, chirper. We have chirpers. I would say... Who chirps I mean, the most? You pumped my tires enough earlier in the podcast. <laughs> Hopsy's pretty clever out there on the ice. Uh, you got a lot of guys who just lose their mind and scream whatever comes to mind, so it's not really that creative, but Harry's pretty creative. I've... I've chuckled a few times at some of your chirps, that's for sure. <laughs> Do we have any uh, any couple chirps you may remember that we could say on here? Or are they all pretty uh, radar? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a big rated R guy. Like yeah. I like to just like I like to say like stupid stuff that like would catch you off guard. <laughs> like just like kind of like not your typical chirp. Like yeah. I don't know. Maybe give him like a, a backhanded compliment that he wouldn't take. Like that would just confuse him. You got any examples for us? <sighs> I don't know. Tell a guy he has a nice ass or something like that. <laughs> to be honest with you, that's my go-to. A guy chirps me. I always tell him he has a nice ass, and then he just kind of gets an eyebrow raise. And I don't know what you say back to that. To be honest with you, but I, I'd say I don't know if I'd agree with Red. I wouldn't say I'm the best chirper. I'd say our, the most. A reoccurring chirper is definitely Matt Donnelly. Oh, yeah. I think that guy needs a muzzle. That guy is an absolute <laughs> mouthpiece. That guy's running his mouth 24-7. Doesn't matter if you're the best player in the league or you're the worst player in the league. You could have just torched us for, like, four goals. We could have torched them for four goals. Matt Donnelly's ripping the guy to shreds. It's, <laughs> it is pretty hilarious to see sometimes, for sure. That's awesome. All right, Colin, I got a couple questions here. I was at the last men's hockey game, and I couldn't even understand what was going on on the ice because you guys were saying ridiculous words out there. So I'm going to ask you guys, I'm going to ask you a couple uh, words and see if you can answer them as fast as you can. Ready? Yeah. Okay. First one, gitch. Uh, that could be a double meaning. I mean, any clothes that you wear out to the bar or school, and then the uh, hockey guys kind of just what you wear under your equipment, like under armor and socks and stuff like that. All right. How about apple? Uh, fruit. <laughs> no, it's just an <laughs> assist on a goal. Okay, sweet. Uh, Gino or a rip? Uh, just be a goal or a rip would be a nice goal. How about biscuit? The puck. That's pretty interesting. Bender. A uh, couple double meanings there. <laughs> yeah. Could be on or off the ice. I mean, mostly on the ice, just guys who aren't that skilled at hockey. Fair enough. Uh, barn. Uh, we played one this weekend. <laughs> refers to pretty bad rink, cold and old. And 
cement boards, yeah, we were there in uh, Kingston. We played in two of them, actually. All right, here's a guinea sauce. Uh, yeah, another double meaning. Uh, could be your best friend on the ice as well as off the ice. Nice. <laughs> uh, lettuce. Uh, yeah, that's one that guys more so in junior use, but uh, guy with uh, long hair, nice hair. Uh, I'll go with our last one here, grocery stick. Yeah, I was, I was a grocery stick a few times in my younger <laughs> days, but uh, that's just the guy who doesn't really get much ice time, and he sits in between the forwards and the D and keeps them separated. That's awesome. How many would you say use, uh, how many of those terms would you use in a game? Like, do you guys actually use those or more like a lower age group type thing? Yeah, I'd say it's more so just like kids, younger hockey, and um, I know it was a big thing in junior, but don't really talk like that now. Gitchin yeah, yeah. sauce, you use that. Mm -hmm those words but the words with double meanings you'll hear a lot but nothing like uh, lettuce and bender yeah yeah you don't get too many beauty wagons <laughs> saucers yeah, around. not into the gong show yeah. so much anymore fair enough fair enough all right flipping over you harrison now we hear uh, a lot of these hockey interviews how guys kind of know have their cliches especially playoff time and stuff like that i'll put on 45 seconds um on my timer see how many you can name ready do you want me to just like go off? Like, like as many as you can as quickly as possible. Okay, I think the best way to do that just might be to pretend I'm getting interviewed. Okay, so let's say I'm interviewing you between the peers right now. You guys are up to nothing on uh, RMC this weekend, so how's the game going? No, well, yeah, no, exactly. No game, you know, pretty good start for the boys. You know, we're getting the pucks pretty deep there. You know, we're hemming them down low, and uh, we're just trying to, you know, work on our forecheck there. And, you know, it all just starts from a team game, you know. You know, we all buy in, and, uh, you know, once we all put a, our best foot forward there, you know, the rest of the pieces just kind of fall into place. And, you know, I'm not trying to say we're trying to put the turkey in the hat or, you know, you know, or the, you know, the cat in the hat, sorry, the turkey in the oven, you know, just so to speak. But uh, I'm going to go out there, and I'm going to do the best I can for my team, you know, hopefully get that forecheck going, back check, paycheck, maybe get, uh, you know, down there dirty, get those dirty greasy areas and and try and find those balances that we weren't we weren't finding earlier and honestly you know what it's just you know the ice is our playground and you know my skates are my canvas and i'm just you know they're trying to make art so everything that you see me doing out there is just you know a, a justification of the passion i have for the game of hockey and what i'm going to do with it for the sport in, itself and you know and being a nipsing laker obviously means so much to me and i'm gonna I wear that heart of my, you know my heart in my sleeve and i just gotta thank my parents i want to thank jesus i want to thank you know i want to thank a lot of people and you know Vito, the big man upstairs watching over me VT uh, you know and I'm just gonna leave it there you know love the boys wow. love the game thank you so much <laughs> that was uh, that was impressive wait, two minutes over the 45 I just couldn't stop you because you're on a roll and you were killing it so, I don't know where uh, to stop there. that was unbelievable right. <laughs> great input from you there Hopsy appreciate you guys coming on before we uh, let you guys leave here a quick question about the big game going on this Friday so maybe if you guys want to talk about what it is and what it means to you guys as well uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a pretty important one to our team, uh, the girls' team as well. Uh, it's going to be pretty easy to get motivated for. Um, seeing it, it hits pretty close to home with us. Uh, we lost a close friend, uh, Patty Wren, last year who struggled with mental health. And me and Hopsy had the pleasure to work with him in the sports marketing class, uh, organizing the game last year, and the pleasure just to play with him for a few years. Just kind of learn to see what kind of guy he was and um, yeah it's just a game that means a lot to all of us so I'm sure we'll all be uh, pretty excited to, to play the game we know Patty will be up there watching over us so uh, it's pretty excited and um, hopefully uh, we can get the win for Patty there. 
Yeah, no doubt. No, it did definitely a special game. Last year being the first mental health game we did, um, like like Colin said, we were uh, we were in that class with Patty and we organized the event last year. So this one's going to be a little extra special. Fortunately, Patty's not with us anymore. A good friend, former roommate of mine, is, you know, mine as well, and you know a teammate that I'll never forget. So this uh, you know this one's for Patty and, and all those other ones that are struggling with mental health. So uh, hopefully this game just helps us all you know raise awareness for a great cause that uh, I think we're all gonna you know we all can relate to and we all definitely do relate to. And I think it's something definitely important and, and something I'm pretty proud of that uh, you know my school here at Nipissing is taking a part of. That's awesome, guys. We really appreciate you guys coming on and speaking about that. Um, thank you for for stopping by, having some fun, but also speaking about what that meant to you. So thanks, guys, and hopefully good luck this weekend. Uh, thank you very much. Yeah, thanks, Reg, man. Looking forward to this weekend. Just quickly, what's coming for your Lakers teams this weekend? we got both basketball teams on the road again. They'll be heading down to Waterloo and Laurier this weekend. There'll be a 6 o'clock start for the women on Friday and Saturday, and that'll be an 8 o'clock start for the men on Friday and Saturday. And then uh, volleyball teams, they'll uh, be taking a home stand. They both play U of T on Friday night, women at 6, boys at 8. Then they got Ryerson on Saturday. That'll be a 6 p.m. start for the women, 8 p.m. for the men. So, um, yeah, get your butt in some seats. Uh, we need some people uh, watching these games. So I don't care if you got a tub of Mr. Noodles at home or, or Riverdale Season 3 is on Netflix. Get your <laughs> butt in a seat. Support Lakers Athletics or we will find you. Okay? I have, I've had enough of it. Anyways, yeah, no, big things coming. Um, I think, I don't know. That's about all we have, really, from here, honestly, uh, for, for myself, uh, me and my uh, man Salty himself. And i just like to say uh, we're having a good time doing this. Uh, we wanted to start getting more people on. We'd like to start covering, maybe if we could, a little bit more outside of athletics, obviously. Lots to talk about, I know, athletically, but it'd be nice to just get a little bit more information about other things going on on campus and around the city. So you ever have anything? Our devoted listeners of three episodes who've been with us right since the beginning if you want to hear something give us a shout uh don't be afraid to say hello on campus let us know we suck hopefully you think <laughs> we're good if anyone's listening thank you very much and uh salty anything else you want to say before we head out no i just want to thank everybody for listening as well and maybe keep spreading the word we are on itunes now and we're on the works to get on spotify so we keep uh, building and hopefully keep getting bigger and bigger so keep sharing like, us and uh again subscribe. enjoy the cocktails have a good weekend and thanks for listening absolutely stay hot stay sweaty let's have a good weekend and uh, we'll be talking to you very very soon thank you very much